Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey, Mom. What are you doing? Oh, hey, Jake. I'm just working on a podcast. Oh, is this the one for the kids, too? Yes, it is. Can I help? Well, sure, Jake. How would you like to help me host today? That would be great. Okay, well, let's tell our listeners a little bit about what we're going to be doing today. Today, all the moms can listen with their kids, right? That's right, Jake. And it will help you learn about Jesus together? That's exactly right, Jake. Good job. I'm really excited. All right, so let's get started. It's our special Mom and Me podcast. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. And today, thank you for joining me, kids and moms, for our Mom and Me podcast. We are still going through our big God questions that kids ask. And today, our question that we're going to talk about is, is there a right way to pray? So the immediate answer to this question is, yes, there is a right way to pray, because praying is more about what is in your heart than what is coming out of your mouth. So what I mean by that is there's nothing magical, right, about the words that you're saying if you don't mean those words that are coming out of your mouth, if you don't mean those words in your heart. When you're talking to God, He can tell. He knows if you are being sincere, which means that you're being honest, and that those words are coming from deep within your heart, that you really mean what you're saying. And you might be thinking, well, what is prayer exactly? How would you explain prayer to me? I know that I see my parents praying before meals or we pray before bed. But what exactly is prayer? Prayer is simply just talking to God. It's having a conversation with God. It doesn't have to be limited to any specific time. You don't have to do it at a meal or before bed only, like we had just shared. You can do it anytime. You could be alone in your room at night after your parents have already shut the door and tucked you in. You could be at school and be saying a prayer. You can even be driving down the road and saying a prayer. Of course, you don't want your mom or dad to close their eyes, right, (laughs) when they're praying, driving down the road. But I know my mom used to pray with us on the way to school, and she was driving us to school, and we would pray, and she would pray. And so you can pray anytime. You can have a conversation with God and talk to Him anytime and anywhere. It doesn't have to be limited to any specific time or place. So back to our question, is there a right way to pray? We know that we have to mean what we're saying in our heart, but the Lord actually gives us a guideline for prayer. It can be found in the Bible. It's just some directions for how we can pray from our heart. It's found in Matthew 6, 9 through 13. It's called the Lord's Prayer. I'm going to read it to you really quick, and then you're probably going to have some questions. So I'm going to take it piece by piece, and we're going to talk about it. All right, it's Matthew 6, 9 through 13. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, 
but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So that was Matthew 6, 9 through 13. We're going to break this down. It's called Remember the Lord's Prayer. We're going to take it bit by bit so that you can understand it better. The first part was our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. This is just a way to show us, start out your prayer. When you start out praying, whenever you decide to pray, always start out by praising the Lord first. We don't want to start out by asking for something, but instead we want to start out by praising God, thanking him for who he is or thanking him for how he loves you or thanking him for the good day that you had. Just praise his name and thank him for something. That's a great way to start off a prayer. The next part of the Lord's Prayer is your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This means to acknowledge God. You're thinking, that's a big word. What does that mean? Well, acknowledge means that you recognize or that you know, that you tell God, that you know that he is in charge, that he knows everything. He knows everything that's happened to you that day already, even though he still wants to hear it from you again. He knows what has happened. He knows what will happen in our lives tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. And more than anything above all else, we are telling him we're acknowledging that we want his perfect plan for our life. This is harder to actually do in real life than to say, right? Because we have to mean what we say in our prayers from our hearts, like we talked about in the beginning. We have all these ideas about how things should go in our life, but sometimes God has other ideas. He has other ideas about the friends that we should choose or about the words that we should say. And so sometimes we have to give up what we want to do or what we want to say or who we want to be friends with, and do what the Lord wants us to do. And so as we pray, the Lord can actually change our hearts so that we want the same things that God wants for us. There's a verse, it's Jeremiah 29, 11, and it says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So what we want to do is we want to claim this verse when we're talking about your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's just a fancy way of saying, God, we want your plans for our life, your hope and a future for our life over the things that we want. And so you're telling the Lord, we know your plans are perfect and we're not perfect. So that is what that portion of the Lord's Prayer is talking about. The next part is probably the part that you're the most familiar with when, it's, when we talk about praying. It's the part that said, give us today our daily bread. This is what I would call the portion of asking in our prayers. You might have heard the term prayer requests before if your parents or someone ask you at Sunday school or somewhere else, do you have any prayer request? Do you want to pray for anything specific, like ask the Lord for some things? You know, prayer is not a, just a list of things that 
we're asking God for. We've already talked about we start out our prayer with praising him and acknowledging that his plans are the best plans, right? But there is a portion of our prayer where it's okay to talk to God about your request. He wants to know what's on your heart. He wants to know the things that you're asking for and the things that you need and the things that are heavy on your heart, right? So let's say that you need some new friends at school. You don't, you don't have any really good friends and you want to pray for that. Or there's somebody in your life that's sick. They may be really sick with like a cancer or they may just be sick with a cold or the flu, but somebody close to you isn't feeling good. And so you may want to ask the Lord to help heal them. Or maybe your family needs, your mom or dad needs a new job, or y'all need some help in finding a home to live in, or there's all kinds of different needs that we can have. And those are what we would call prayer requests to God, things that we're asking him for, right? This is something really important to remember, too, when we're asking God for things, is that he always, always gives us an answer. It may not be the answer that we expect, but the Lord always gives us an answer. Sometimes God answers us right away, right after we pray the next day, and you can say, thank you, Lord, for those things that he's answered for you. Other times, we're told to wait. That might mean that you have to have patience and that you have to wait over a period of time. Maybe you're praying for your brother or sister or a friend of yours to get saved, to know Jesus, to ask him into their heart. And it might not happen right away. It might take years of time. But the Lord tells us to be consistent and to keep praying and keep asking him for those things that are on our heart and that he will answer them in time. And then sometimes he does answer us, but his answer is no. This isn't always the kind of answer that we like to get, right? Just like when your mom or dad tells you no, you cannot go over to that friend's house because they know something that you might not know. They might know that that friend has a family that doesn't do things in the same way that you do and that you might get over there and you might be uncomfortable with some things. Or a mom tells a little a little child, no, don't touch the stove when they want to help with the cooking at, at dinner time because she knows that it's hot, right? And it will hurt them. So a lot of times your mom or dad, just as they say no to you, sometimes God's answer will be no. And it isn't always the one that we want to hear But just like we told him, we praised him first, and then we told him that we know that his plans are the best plans over ours. This is the same way right here. If he tells you no, it's because his plans are the best plans. And he is always going to answer you in a way that brings him the most glory and it protects you. So just remember that no matter how the Lord answers you, he always will give you an answer, though. A lot of times after we've given our request to God, we will just stop praying. We will say amen, right? But that isn't where the Lord's prayer stops. It continues on a little bit, and it's important to remember this. The next part is forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. A debt is just 
a way of saying, forgive us for the things that we've done wrong and also help us to forgive other people who have done us wrong, right? Because that's hard to do. God always forgives us, but sometimes we take that for granted and we don't forgive other people. And so it's important to ask for forgiveness from God and also for him to help us forgive. I was recently telling Jake about this part of the prayer, the Lord's Prayer, and I was saying, you know, a lot of times, and this is sometimes mommy's fault, we stop after our prayer request and we, we say amen and we're done. And I said he needed to repent for something. Repent just means to tell the Lord that you're sorry, to for, you're asking him for forgiveness for your sins. And Jake had something that he needed to ask forgiveness for, and he has the Lord in his heart, so he knows the Lord forgives, but he doesn't practice doing this as often um, as we probably should. And so we had a prayer time where he asked the Lord for forgiveness, to forgive his debts, his sin is what it is saying. And also, if you're struggling with someone hurting you and they've, they've hurt your feelings, this is important to pray as well at the end of your prayer is after you've asked for your request is just say, Lord, please help me. Please forgive me for anything I've done wrong today and help me to forgive other people. And the last part of the Lord's prayer is lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So this is just a simple way at the end of your prayer after you've asked for forgiveness to tell the Lord that you want to follow him and that you want to try to stay away from sin, that you want to do the things that God wants you to do and not things that you shouldn't do, right? So just a simple way of saying, Lord, please forgive me for this or just forgive me for the things that I've done wrong today. Help me to always forgive others and help me to live for you, right? That means that you want to avoid temptation and that you want to live your life for Jesus. And so quite simply, you do not have to say this long prayer, right? It's just real simple. Just thank the Lord for something, praise him for something, for for the day that you had that he gave you, the day that he made. Then tell him that you know that his plans are the best plans for your life and that you thank him for always taking care of you. And then you can present your request to him, ask him for whatever's on your heart, right, that we talked about. Then that he would forgive you for any, anything that you've done wrong, anywhere that you've fallen short and that you've sinned, and that he would help you to live for him. It's really simple. It seems a little bit more complicated because of all those big words in the Lord's Prayer, but as you break it down, it's really simple just to make sure that your prayers are not always just requests and asking God for things, but that you're sure to include the praise and the asking forgiveness in your prayer as well. Moms, I really challenge you this week to model this for your kids. They're going to learn this from you as you pray in front of them, as you pray over them. They're going to be listening to you. They're going to be observing how you pray to the Lord. So if you make it more about a praise and then an ask and then to ask for forgiveness, they're going to model that in the way that they grow up and mature in their prayers as well. 
So I challenge you with that today. And if you go to faithful31moms.com, we actually have a great resource right now on our homepage. It's called A Praying Parent. It's a scripture writing plan. It's just a really simple way to take 30 days to be consistent in writing scripture each day and writing a prayer of your kids. It's a really easy way to have a quiet time this summer as the kids are home and things get crazier. And we also have available a free download for an Old Testament scripture writing plan for kids. These are really simple, um, very basic verses that start in Genesis 1-1 and go through the Old Testament for 30 days as well. And the child can write the scripture each day and you can even use it as like a memory plan, a scripture memory plan. But it keeps them reading. It keeps them writing all through the summer, just something really simple while they had God's word in their heart. So go check that out today. Both of those things are great um, resources for you that are just available for free. So that's faithful31moms.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you all have a blessed day. Looking for meaningful time with your family that doesn't involve technology? Looking for ways to worship God together? Consider the Ten Commandments for the Home Family Worship Kit from Faithful 31 Moms and Love Worth Finding. Your children will treasure the time you spend as a family as you study, pray, and do activities together that will ultimately strengthen your family's foundation for a God-centered home. Purchase your family worship kit today at Faithful31Moms.com. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, Faithful31Moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's Faithful31Moms.com.